We all know that diabetes burnout is challenging, but did you know that there are lots of myths about diabetes burnout that just aren't true? On this episode of the podcast, we're going to dive into these myths and talk about why they're not true and why these myths can make diabetes burnout even harder than it needs to be. Welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman, and I invite you to join us as we talk candidly about the emotional challenges of living with type 1 diabetes. We'll give you actionable strategies to help you face these challenges head on, reduce your stress, and most importantly, live a full life without letting diabetes get in the way. Hey there, welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman. The topic that I talk about the most in my work by far is diabetes burnout. And what I've realized is that there's a lot of misconception about what diabetes burnout is, what it's not, and and also how to deal with it. I want to take some time on the podcast today to talk about and try to dispel the five biggest myths about diabetes burnout. If we're able to dispel these myths, it'll make it a whole lot easier for us to figure out how to navigate the waters of diabetes burnout and figure out how to live well with diabetes. Before we get started talking about the five biggest myths around diabetes burnout, we have to take a minute and define what we mean when we talk about diabetes burnout. Diabetes burnout is a state in which someone with diabetes grows tired of managing their condition and then they ignore it for a while or worse, forever. Now, I realize that that definition is pretty vague and you can probably see yourself in that definition in some way. And that, I think, is where a lot of the myths about diabetes burnout come up is because there are no symptoms that everybody with diabetes burnout has. You know, it looks different for everybody. And that's an important thing to remember as we go deeper into this topic. Diabetes burnout is a term we've come up with and that we use a lot, and there's a lot of validity to it. Unlike terms like depression or anxiety, there's no formal way of defining burnout and what it means and what it looks like. Diabetes burnout looks different for everybody. That can lead to a lot of misunderstanding and a lot of wondering about, do you have diabetes burnout? And if so, why? And what does that mean about you? So that being said, let's dive into some of these myths about diabetes burnout. The first myth about diabetes burnout is that if you have burnout, it means you're doing something wrong. That somehow you're lazy or you don't care about your diabetes or that you've done something to cause the burnout to happen. And let me tell you, nothing could be further from the truth here. I hope we can all agree that diabetes is stressful. Managing diabetes takes a lot of work. Also, things aren't always predictable. And so diabetes can be stressful because you never know what's going to happen. You may have a day that's great, followed by a day that is not so great. And you never know when those not so great days are going to come on. And that unpredictability is stressful. And then, of course, there's people in your life who may make comments to you and say things that you don't like or appreciate or that aren't very helpful. And those things are stressful. And I know I've only scratched the surface with the stresses of diabetes. There's a long list of them, and they're different for all of us, but they're definitely there. And the stress of diabetes is very real. And when you feel burnt out, that is a natural reaction to the stress of diabetes. It's actually something that we very much expect to happen. 
It's just like if you had a job that was really stressful and you had some really tight deadlines that you had to meet in the near future. So you're working nights and weekends. You would expect to be burnt out by that too. And while it wouldn't be pleasant, you wouldn't really be surprised by that burnout or feel like you're doing something wrong. You would say, yes, I'm in a stressful situation right now and I'm feeling burnt out. It's not fun. It's not what I want, but it's a natural reaction to the situation that I'm in. Living with diabetes is really no different from that. You would never tell someone who's feeling burnt out by their job that they're lazy or that they don't care. But so often that's how we treat ourselves or treat other people who are experiencing diabetes burnout, like they don't care about their diabetes. Just like burnout is a natural reaction to stress, your response to burnout is a natural reaction to burnout. So if you feel like you need a break or you feel like you need to not think about diabetes or ignore it for a little while. While that's not ideal, it makes sense. The bottom line is the myth you're doing something wrong because you're experiencing diabetes burnout simply isn't true. And the more you buy into that myth, the more burnt out and hopeless you're going to feel. If you can see that diabetes burnout is a natural reaction to stress, it doesn't make it easier, but it makes you feel more normal. It doesn't put the stigma on burnout that we so often have. The second myth about diabetes burnout is that diabetes burnout is all or nothing. That somehow there's a magic threshold that we pass. And when we pass that threshold, we are experiencing diabetes burnout. And anything before that threshold is not burnout. The truth of the matter is diabetes burnout is full of shades of gray. Here's a little secret. Diabetes burnout is not a condition that we can diagnose. Unlike things like depression and anxiety that have criteria that have been developed by the American Psychiatric Association, diabetes burnout is a term that we use on a regular basis in the diabetes community. It's very real, but it's not something that we have specific diagnostic criteria for. And what that means is diabetes burnout is whatever we say that it is. Now, we have to be careful here. I don't want you thinking there's no criteria for burnout, so I must not be burnt out, or of course I'm burnt out, I have diabetes. Neither one of those things is true. But what is true is that diabetes burnout exists on a continuum. Just because you and I don't feel the same way doesn't mean we're both not experiencing diabetes burnout. There may also be days where you feel less burned out than you did the day before. I think the spectrum that we really want to pay attention to here is how much your burnout is impacting your life. It's possible to only have a little bit of burnout and have it impact your life a lot. It's also possible to feel really burnt out, but not have it impact your life at all. So as you can see, diabetes burnout is not all or nothing. There is a spectrum of diabetes burnout, both in terms of how burnout you feel and also about how big of an impact that burnout is having on your life. And the two of those things may or may not be correlated. And that's okay. Burnout can happen at any time, in any amount, and that is completely normal. And there's no point where all of a sudden you become burnt out. It all happens on a continuum, and it all happens differently for each person. And that brings me to myth number three. Diabetes burnout looks the same for everyone. I think this myth comes back to our desire to have mental health challenges with diabetes be very cut and dry. We want them to be like medical challenges, like an ear infection or tonsillitis, where the doctor says, you have this, 
and this is what we're going to do to treat you, and this is how we're going to know when you're recovered. You have a diagnosis, you have a treatment, and you have a clear path to recovery. I think we can all relate to this when it comes to things like our A1C. A1C looks the same for everyone, right? You have a blood test taken, you get a result back, and there's a number on the computer screen that tells you what your A1C is. There's really no subjective decision-making or guesswork. Your A1C is your A1C. But diabetes burnout really is not that simple. And my burnout may look very different than your burnout. There's no one way the diabetes burnout looks in every person. For some people, diabetes burnout may look like ignoring diabetes and pushing it aside and not thinking about it, not taking insulin, not checking their blood sugar, just ignoring diabetes for one night. For somebody else, that same burnout may look like anger and aggression and giving diabetes a lot of their headspace. They think about it all the time and they're really and they're doing everything they can to try to manage it because that's the way they are dealing with their burnout. For someone else, it may look like becoming dependent on their partner around their diabetes and having them take care of it all, Um, not ignoring it, but letting somebody else take charge. And for somebody else, burnout may look like getting on Facebook and writing a ranting post about how much they hate diabetes and feeling really resentful of diabetes, even though it's not really impacting their diabetes management behavior. And I'm sure that we can come up with more examples of what diabetes burnout looks like for different people. But one thing that we do know is that it looks different in everyone. There's no universal symptoms of diabetes burnout. So when we're talking about diabetes burnout in the diabetes community, because we need to be aware that what I'm experiencing and what you're experiencing, even though we're both calling it burnout, is actually very different. And that's partially because we're different people and also our experience with diabetes is just different. One of the dangers of believing that diabetes burnout looks the same for everyone is that we can kind of get in a competition about whose burnout is worse or who actually has burnout. But when we're able to recognize that everyone's burnout is different, we can also recognize the universal piece of this, which is burnout is challenging no matter what it looks like for you. There's no right or wrong way to feel burnt out. And there's also no right or wrong way to behave when you are feeling burnt out. Whatever you're feeling is okay and normal, and whatever you're feeling is most likely burnout for you. The fourth myth about diabetes burnout is that there's a solution to diabetes burnout, that there's some way to make diabetes burnout go away. And if you ask me, this is the most dangerous myth of them all. This myth is dangerous for a couple of reasons. First of all, if you believe that diabetes burnout can go away, that there's some magic pill you can take or some tip or trick or hack you can find that's going to make burnout with diabetes disappear, you're going to be working really, really hard for an outcome that is probably not possible. And guess what that does? It just makes you feel even more burnt out. When you look for an answer to a question that has no answer, you're fighting an uphill battle, which makes you want to fight even harder. People with diabetes tend to be pretty stubborn. We want to find those solutions to those problems that we have, those high blood sugars, that stress, whatever it is. But think back to the first myth we talked about today, which is diabetes burnout means I'm doing something wrong. If you're doing something wrong, then there must be something you can change to make it right. You can change your behavior in some way or change your thinking in some way or change your relationships in some way. 
once you're able to see diabetes burnout as a normal part of the experience of living with diabetes, it makes it a whole lot easier to see that there is no solution to diabetes burnout. Sure, there are things that you can do to make diabetes easier, and there are things that you can do to manage your stress around diabetes, no doubt. And all of those things can make the stress of burnout and the experience of burnout easier. There may also be times when you don't feel burnt out. And I hope those times are more often for you than not. But we do know the stress of diabetes tends to come in waves. And when the wave of diabetes burnout comes along, I want to suggest the best way to approach that wave is to ride it rather than try to fight it or find a solution to keep it from breaking. Because I have a lot of experience with this, and to me, that sounds like an impossible task. While I'm talking here, I'm recognizing that the fact that there's no solution to diabetes burnout may seem a little bit hopeless. You're probably thinking to yourself, you know, what am I doing if I can't get over my burnout or get past my burnout? There's nothing that I can do about it. And that's a nice lead into the fifth myth about diabetes burnout, is that burnout has to keep you stuck. I want you to try a little thought experiment with me here real quick. Imagine that you felt really, really burnt out by diabetes. You were having one of those days where things just weren't going right, diabetes was frustrating you, and you just wanted to give up. But on that same day, you also had a big date with your wife. It was your fifth wedding anniversary, and you wanted to go out and treat her to a wonderful dinner. Now, here's my question for you. Is it possible for you to both feel burnt out with diabetes and take your wife out to dinner? Is it possible for both of those things to happen at the same time, for you to feel burnt out and still go do something that's important to you? And if it were possible and you were able to feel burnt out but still go on a date with your wife and have a wonderful time, what would that do to your burnout? Would it make it worse? Would it make it better? Or would it make it the same? See, my guess is, is that diabetes burnout is challenging on its own. But what's really challenging about diabetes burnout is not the burnout, but what it stops you from doing. What if diabetes burnout didn't have to hold you back? What if you were able to experience burnout like you might, but also do things that you want to do in your life, even with the burnout? Is that possible? If it is the case, what would it do to the power of the burnout? For most people, the power of the burnout will be sucked away from it. Because sure, the burnout's annoying, but if it's not stopping you, then is it really that annoying? The thought that diabetes burnout has to keep you stuck is a myth. Even though you're feeling burnt out, it doesn't have to stop you from doing anything you want in your life, including managing your diabetes. It's possible to hold both of those things together, to feel a certain way and do something anyway. What if it wasn't the burnout that's keeping you stuck, but your beliefs about the burnout and what it means you can and can't do? if you're able to change those beliefs and hold them lightly, if you're able to change those beliefs or have the beliefs that not hold on to them so tightly, it's possible that you can be free and flexible in your life even with diabetes burnout. And then guess what happens? If you're free and flexible in your life and diabetes burnout really isn't getting in your way, then the diabetes burnout will probably fall to the back of your mind and not be as important and relevant and it may fade out completely. Now, this wasn't you trying to get rid of the burnout. It wasn't saying, I can't do this until I don't feel burnt out. It's, I'm feeling burnt out, and I'm going to do it anyway. It's like playing reverse psychology on the diabetes burnout. And in my experience, that is the best approach. To recap, 
Today, we talked about five of the biggest myths around diabetes burnout and why they're not true. Myth number one, if you have diabetes burnout, you're doing something wrong. The reality is, is that diabetes burnout is a normal reaction to the stress of diabetes. Nothing at all that you're doing wrong is just the fact of life of living with diabetes that sometimes you're going to feel burnt out. And if you're able to come to a realization that you're not doing anything wrong, it takes some pressure off and helps you see that even though burnout isn't fun, it's normal. And there's nothing you can do to prevent it from happening. Myth number two, diabetes burnout is all or nothing. The reality is, is that diabetes burnout is full of shades of gray. There's no threshold that you cross when all of a sudden you become burnt out. Burnout can happen at any time and in any amount. If the burnout is impacting the way you're living your life, then it's burnout and it matters. And we want to be able to support you if that's happening for you. Myth number three, burnout looks the same for everyone. The truth is burnout looks different for each person. And that's okay. We all respond to stress in different ways. But just because my burnout and your burnout look different doesn't mean that my burnout is any less significant than yours. If it's impacting your life, it matters. Myth number four, there's a solution to diabetes burnout. And again, this one is the big one. There is no solution. There's no magic pill or magic wand to make burnout go away. And the more we believe this myth, the more burnt out we're going to feel. When you're able to come to terms with the fact that burnout is a normal part of living with diabetes, it makes it easier to deal with. And it makes it easier to stop trying to fight a battle that you just can't win. And myth number five, diabetes burnout has to keep you stuck. The reality is it's easy for diabetes burnout to keep you stuck, but that doesn't mean that it has to. What keeps us stuck is not necessarily the burnout, but our beliefs about what the burnout means about us. And it starts with believing that it's possible to feel burnt out, but not let the burnout impact your behavior and still behave in a way that you want to, even if you're feeling burnt out. If, and guess what? If you're able to do this, you become a whole lot more free and flexible and the burnout doesn't matter as much. And isn't that a goal we can all aim for? To live with diabetes without letting it get in the way? Now, you may be asking yourself, these all sound great, and I really want to get past these myths, but I'm having a hard time letting them go. And I want to let you know that it's completely normal to feel this way. These are myths about burnout that you may have had for a very long time, and letting go of them and thinking differently takes time and takes some effort. But I can promise you that if you're willing to put in that time and put in that effort, the payoff will be great. And any burnout that you experience just won't have that big of a hold on you. So how do you get to that point? How do you get to the point where you can experience diabetes burnout, but it doesn't have to keep you stuck? And if that's a question on your mind, I have the answer for you. In just two weeks, on April 22nd, I am launching my program, Get Unstuck with Type 1 Diabetes. This program is going to be your step-by-step -step guide to moving from feeling stuck by diabetes to being unstuck and being able to live your life in a full and flexible way, even with diabetes and even with diabetes burnout along for the ride. I will be giving you a roadmap and step-by-step -step instructions about how to get there. Using the same techniques and the same skills I have been giving people I've been working with over the past 10 years. And as a listener to my podcast, I want to make sure that you have exclusive access to this program. If you want to learn more, go to thediabetespsychologist.com forward slash get unstuck. 
to sign up for my email list. And you'll be the first to know how to access the program and get exclusive access to special offers before it's available to the general public. So again, to sign up for the email list, go to www.thediabetespsychologist.com forward slash get unstuck. I really can't wait for you to experience this program. It's going to be transformational for you in your life with diabetes. I promise. I really want to thank you all for your ratings and reviews of this podcast. It's really helped this podcast grow over the past six months and reach more and more people with type 1 diabetes. If you haven't had a chance yet, I would really appreciate it if you would take a minute and rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts. It really helps me get the word out about this podcast so many more people with type 1 diabetes can benefit from it. And of course, I always love hearing from you, my listeners. It really makes me happy to hear your comments and your feedback about this podcast. So please feel free to reach out. My email address is mark at thediabetespsychologist.com, or you can DM me on Instagram at thediabetespsychologist. That does it for this episode of the Diabetes Psychologist podcast. Please be sure to tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode of the podcast. And until then, remember... Type 1 diabetes isn't easy, but you can have an easier time with it. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening. For more resources, you can visit www.thediabetespsychologist.com and be sure to sign up for the email list for access to exclusive content. I'm Dr. Mark Heyman, and tune in next time for the latest episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. Podcast.